The book of Acts is the book of the continuing Christ. What Christ began in the gospel records, he continues in the book of Acts. In the first part of Acts, chapters 1 through 7, we join the adventures of what the Holy Spirit was doing through the apostles in the early church. This work was primarily focused in Jerusalem. The second section of Acts, however, advances beyond Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria. In this section of our study, we see the power of the gospel on full display, changing the lives of those who hear it. Let's join Scott now as the adventure continues. I absolutely love the local New Testament church. I'm a local church man. I'm just going to tell you right up front, I belong to a local church. Uh, in the work God has, has called us to do, we are sent out of a local church, accountable to a local church. Uh, we are uh, seeking to strengthen local churches and encourage people to connect to the local New Testament church because I believe that the church is the means through which Christ is accomplishing his work in this world at this time. So God's great plan and program and purpose uh, at this time is being accomplished through the church. That's why it's called the church age. And so when I come to a verse like Acts chapter 9 and verse number 31, my heart just thrills and I rejoice. Listen to the verse, Acts 9 verse 31, Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. What a verse. Let me read it again. You should, you should look at this verse. Acts 9, verse 31. May the Lord make this uh, the story of the churches in our day. The Bible says, Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Now, there are several ways to look at this verse. Uh, by the way, it might interest you to know that this is the first mention of church in the plural in our New Testament. So listen to the way it begins, then had the churches. So we know that there are individual churches. Uh, every community, every city, every town, every little village needs a church. Why? Because the church is the pillar and ground of the truth. Uh, the church is commissioned with getting out the gospel and teaching the word of God. And without a church to do that, uh, how is that going to happen? And so we need churches, and we need many churches. We need more churches, not fewer churches. And I love the mention of the plural here. Uh, but notice two or three different perspectives. First, uh, you have their geographical situation. The Bible says that these were churches in Judea and Galilee and Samaria. So what does that imply? It implies that Acts 1-8 is getting done that the adventure is continuing, that the gospel is advancing, that the Lord is on the move. Because now it has literally overflowed the banks in Jerusalem. And now, just exactly as Jesus commanded, it is going to uh, the ends of the earth, to the uttermost. Uh, it's pressing forward. May the Lord continue to do that in our world, to the ends of the earth. So there's the geographical look. Then there's the circumstantial look. Because the Bible says at this particular time they had rest. Now, that may not mean much to you, but may I tell you to those first century believers it meant a lot because, frankly, leading up to this point, they had had very little rest. You'll remember uh, they'd had the death of Christ and then they'd had the intense persecution in Jerusalem 
and then they had been scattered to many places. Uh, There had been anything but rest. There had been labor. There had been warfare. There had been struggle and stress and strain. And now there's this moment where God gives them some reprieve. God gives rest. I don't know where your church is right now. Maybe your church is in the labor, or maybe your church is in the rest. Whatever season you're in, thank God for it and see the Lord in it. If you're in a season of labor, know this. God is with you. God's going to sustain you and strengthen you. God's going to grow his work and advance his cause in the most difficult circumstances, and rest is around the corner. If you're in a season of rest, don't take it for granted. Don't let down your guard. Rejoice in the Lord. Praise God. Uh, Be grateful and prepare yourself for the battle and the labor that no doubt lies ahead. So you can view the churches geographically. You can view them circumstantially. uh, But the emphasis of the verse is on their spiritual condition. Listen to the second half of the verse. The Bible says they were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Would you mark two words in your Bible, edified and multiplied? edified and multiplied. What does that mean? I'm going to just tell you, this is what I'm praying for my church. This is what I'm going to challenge you today to pray for your church. This ought to be our great goal, that the churches would be edified and multiplied. In fact, wherever you are, would you just say those two words out loud, edified and multiplied? Uh, Share them with somebody else today. Say, I'm praying for our church that it will be edified and multiplied. All right, edified means to be built up. So the idea is Satan is always trying to tear down. Sin always pulls down. The Lord is always building up. And so the idea here is the building up of the saints, uh, the the spiritual growth of the saints. I said to someone recently, uh, you know, we talk about churches going to the next level, and we want to see the church go to the next level. Could I just remind you that the next level is not always uh, numeric, that many times the next level first is uh, depth instead of height, it's depth that the Lord is is building us and strengthening us and uh, stretching us, and so this is the edifying work that God does in and through His church through the believers that are there. It's fascinating, but He says they walked in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost. If you want your church to be edified, then walk in the fear of the Lord. Fear God. Don't fear man. Fear God. Uh, Don't get enamored with people. Get consumed and in awe of the Lord. Walk in the fear of the Lord, in obedience to him alone, uh, in a spirit of worship. And not only did they walk in the fear of the Lord, they walked in the comfort of the Holy Ghost. What a beautiful balance there is here. Fear and comfort, who would put those two things together? Only the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will help you to fear God and rest in him at the same time. And so the Holy Ghost brings comfort, brings peace, uh, it doesn't mean all the enemies went away. It doesn't mean all the persecution even completely subsided. But God brought rest. God brought comfort. That's not always external. That's often internal. And so the believers were being edified. I'll let you in a little secret. Uh, would you like to know how the church gets edified? The Christians in the church get edified. Let's take a church vote. Would you like to see your church grow? All right, then you grow. Would you like to see the church move forward and and get to the next level? Then you move forward and go to the next level. You take a step of faith and obedience, and you and your church will be edified. Then there's a second word, not only edified, but multiplied. If edified is the building up of the church, then multiplied is the reaching out of the church. That's not just for us. 
Did you know you could even think about church selfishly? What's in it for me? Uh, what's going to be good just for us? No, we, we've got to turn the thing inside out. And we've got to say, now, how can we reach more people? It's almost like the plural is the emphasis on this one verse at the start and at the finish. Remember, it started with the plural churches, and it ends, the last word, with the word multiplied. So how should we pray? We should pray that not only would our churches get stronger right where they are, that God would sustain us and help us to grow spiritually, we should pray that God would help our churches to multiply in two ways. First of all, that our own assemblies would multiply, that we would reach more lost people. We'd bring more people into the fellowship of believers right in our own church family. And then that churches themselves would be multiplied. That new churches would start. That's what's going on in the book of Acts. The individual churches are growing, and they're not just growing up. They're growing out. They're starting new churches and getting the gospel to the ends of the earth. In a verse, Acts chapter 9, verse 31, is a summary of what we mean by the adventure continues. May God help you today to be edified and to be multiplied. Make this your prayer for your local church. Lord, edify us and multiply us and make us everything you want our church to be. What an encouragement to us today to remember the transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel changed lives in the first century, and the gospel is still changing lives today. If you missed the first section of this study on The Adventure Continues, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, where you can access this study along with many other resources to encourage you in your walk with God. However you listen to this podcast, we are grateful for each of you. We hope you will continue to listen and also share it with others. From all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team, may God bless you and help you enjoy the journey. Thank you.